0: Hi everyone, and welcome back to the teacher cast. So, today I am joined by Cloda. I know Cloda from Instagram, and Cloda also um, is in Hibernia with me. Also, probably before I continue, um, I should address that my windows are open because it is so hot here in Dublin today. Is it hot where you are, Cloda?
1: yeah my windows are open as well yeah so
0: like if you hear a bird or something or like a car or a kid scream i really do apologize on the audio um because i'm in the attic the roof like there's always birds there and they just it's like they know i'm here and they just want to keep like making noise and i don't know so anyway Coda, how are you
1: Good, good. If you want to introduce, work, so
0: Oh that's yeah. good. If you want to introduce yourself, um, maybe who you are, what you're doing, um anything.
1: So um I'm Cloda, I'm Nuntor underscore Cloda on Instagram and I'm also doing a Hibernius, so as you know, I'm the cohort behind you. So I started in spring twenty one. Nice. Um, so yeah, I've always wanted to be a teacher, but I actually kind of took a background route. So I did early years in childhood studies in UCC, oh. took a year out, was a preschool teacher, and I'm in Hibernia. Oh. so that was my well, journey.
0: You always wanted to be a primary teacher, so was it that you didn't get the points in your Leaving Cert and then you decided to go um and do the Masters in it then?
1: No, I actually got the points in the Leaving Cert, um somebody I was working and like you know when you're young and you're just so kind of influenced by people I was working yeah. during the summer I think the fifth year and a lady was asking me like oh like what are you going to do and I said oh primary teaching and she was like and will there be jobs there and I started freaking out so yeah I said look I'll go into early years because then like I'll always have something to fall back on and it'll just give me experience and as well like just in case i didn't like teaching yeah um i could go into like social work or something else so yeah, yeah.
0: that's really good so so my previous guest anna also got the uh, points in her leave insert, but she decided herself that she wasn't mature that she didn't feel mature enough to go into the role Um, do you think that's something that you know students put their themselves under pressure with like to make sure that they you know get i suppose their dream course or would you recommend the route that you took
1: I loved the route that I took. There were points in it where I was kind of like, you know, I'd love to be teaching right now. Mm -hmm. And there were points where I kind of did regret the decision. But Mm -hmm. ultimately, like, I definitely think that it was the right decision at the time. And as well, I just don't think that, like, I knew enough about college and stuff. Like, it was kind of, we were basically told, like, Oh, you want to be a teacher great put that down as number one but I yeah. didn't know anything really about it mm-hmm. and I didn't know that getting into a master's would be so difficult um yeah. as well so I thought that like i just go from one college to the other so
0: yeah. I don't know but
1: anyway it's done and I don't regret it I think it was a brilliant (laughs) course so I would recommend it actually
0: yeah that's brilliant that's so good it's so different to the route that I took because I obviously did the arts degree um Mm. I didn't I didn't really have an interest in early childhood um you know had I not picked arts I probably would have gone that way but um yeah I don't regret my decision going and doing arts but I obviously didn't have a choice because I didn't get the points um but it's interesting that people would actually you know choose actually do you know what I'm going to wait until I'm just a little bit older and I'm going to do the masters in it yeah so then at the minute then what's your day-to-day look like so you're you're studying with hibernia like myself but you're the cohort behind me so how are you guys getting on at the minute
1: so, we just submitted PED one there yesterday, actually. Yeah. Um, and we're starting PED two. So, our assessment release for that is on Monday. Yeah. And we did the Guilt as well, the same time as you. Ye. Yeah. Um, so, that's basically it. Foundations is done, PED one is done, and starting PED two now. So, we've had one face to face and maths, and
0: that's it so far. Nice. And for anyone listening in, what is um, Pedagogy One, Pedagogy Two?
1: Um got you. one is all the art subjects ones. yeah so <laughs> they're um drama what is it? drama visual arts music um inclusive education yeah and there's forgot PE, about that one physical education yeah as well
0: I found that assignment quite tough because when we did it, it was over the Christmas period and but what I what I did like about it was for us anyway we had to make um like a video for like of a fundamental movement skill and mine is so ridiculous like I got my friend uh Annabelle to record it and um oh the just the bits where like I cropped it out it was like there was like a bin man like a bin truck uh behind and it was just the noise I was like oh god like am I ever gonna get it right you know mm, um yeah. But yeah, I found that the PED one was um I don't know, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it but it was tough because it was over Christmas and we just submitted yeah. foundations. Um, so yeah. Um yeah. so what else would you like um other people to know about you before we go on into our second bit of the um,
1: conversation? I suppose I've always had a love for Guelga, but mm-hmm. ever since starting the course, um like I've just kind of it's just grown like I just absolutely adore the language and like I'd love to live in a Gaeil and teach in a school um so yeah that's a big kind of part of my life and I do promote a lot of Gaeilga as well on my Instagram I try to use it as much as I can yeah um as well as that I just I suppose, um, from the course that I did, there was a lot about kind of child-led activities. Okay. Um, so I'd be quite passionate about that as well. And mental health as well, I speak out about a little bit Lovely. as well.
0: Very good. Um, I saw actually um, that you took part in Gemma and Alan's Kirkle Is that something that you would recommend for people to do? Oh my God, loved
1: it. I was so sad when it finished up in May. I'm hoping that they'll start up again. I think they will. Um, But I was so sad when they finished up for the summer. um, Because as well, like, I had just started in April. And, like, I still haven't met anybody from my cohort. Mm -hmm. And I think that was just such a nice sorry
0: no i was just saying like officially same for us but unofficially i've met them but yeah i haven't had like lectures face to face yeah actually again from my previous conversation with anna for anyone who's listened to the second episode um we were talking about her starting merino next week and it's interesting because um they're actually meeting face to face for their orientation so i don't know now i hope now over the next few months we have we get a chance to meet some of our lecturers and that um but yeah so the kirkukora um like clodagh was saying is a conversation circle and um, the two people um two people on instagram that are really passionate about gael set up and myself and clodagh attended and yeah it's just as clodagh said it's a great opportunity to chat and yeah
1: know, use them they're so nice as well like yeah. i the and alan they just kind of make you feel at home straight away when you go in and there's no yeah. pressure to go in and mm-hmm. like fluent or to even speak like sometimes I'd go in and I'd be quite tired and I'd only speak a word to and like that's fine as well yeah it's just listening um,
0: to the language yeah. isn't it you're still benefiting from it absolutely yeah even yeah. if you just take cupola um so yeah, so I suppose the next bit of um of the podcast, I kind of want to explore school placement. So I, I did reach out to Cloda and I asked her, Do you know, I know you haven't gone on your first school placement yet. I've been on my first school placement. So I suppose right now um, and the context that we're in, I haven't done my second school placement. Um, I definitely don't have all the answers for everything, but I just thought it might be interesting, Do you know, for people who are thinking ahead and maybe, you know, they might be a bit nervous about school placement and um, they might, might feel like it's a daunting experience um and just kind of dig a bit deeper into that so um this part I suppose of the podcast is going to be handed over to Claude and she's going to ask me some stuff
1: Mm -hmm. so I think um the first thing is probably to start from the start as to how you went about getting your placement and did you think it was very competitive to get in
0: yeah so um I contacted um my primary school that I went to so I actually found it quite handy enough to to get accepted in there Um, and they they generally only take on uh past pupils of the of the of the school so um I was quite lucky in that sense but and you know a lot of schools do have that as a rule but then other you know it just really depends on the need and demand um for for school placement you know positions I guess you know generally it's up to the teacher um to decide if they want to take on um a student or not so you know if a principal has 10 teachers that want to take on you know a, a student then you know it's fine so yeah um I was c- happy enough like I, I was the first mm-hmm. phone call I made so I was um yeah I was absolutely delighted yeah
1: and then what class did you get and just could you give without revealing obviously what the school is? Could you give a bit of context? Like, is
0: it yeah. mixed or so? It was an all girls school, um, and it would be in a middle class catchment area, um, mm-hmm. and it's non Desh as well. So, um, the class that I had, there was about thirty girls. uh there was thirty girls in the class, um, and it was lovely. Uh, it was really, really nice. Um and they had seven tables as far as I can remember, like seven pods. Um, The structure of the day was quite, um, you know, strict just in terms of COVID and stuff and hand washing. Yeah. Um, so that's something that played a huge part of school placement, like um, just making sure that, you know, the girls are washing their hands when they come in, before they eat, you know, any time coming back from the yard, it was always hand washing and they'd hand wash in pods.
1: Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And you didn't have any subbing experience before going in and like I haven't been out subbing yet I've subbed as an SNA for a few days but Mm -hmm. I'd be terrified to go subbing so like how was it going in and being on placement without the experience? Well,
0: firstly, having been a past pupil, I felt quite, you know, comfortable because I knew the school principal because I was a past pupil there. Um, so the building itself wasn't new to me. Um, I definitely felt, um, you know, quite naturally nervous. Um, not beforehand, but really when you're going up to the school and you're parking up the car and you're getting your bits and you're getting out of the car, you're like, okay, deep breaths, like I'm gonna do this, and you go in and you meet the class teacher and then, the bell goes and then all the students are coming in and you're like oh my god this is actually happening do you know um yeah. so yeah like you know they're excited to to get to know you as much as you're nervous <laughs> or not yeah. like they get so excited by like just a new face uh, in the classroom and they want to impress you as well um yeah. they want to impress the the new person and who's the new person and i, I remember um one of the the students I, I hadn't i had my mask on she was like can we see your face ever and I was like no <laughs> do we can we get to know your first name and I was like no <laughs> I felt so mean but um mm. I wasn't taking like I wasn't saying like no but
1: yeah it, um
0: yeah it was uh really good yeah, yeah.
1: Generally as well like kids do take so well to new people because it's it's a new person to have fun with so yeah like I worked in preschool and they just love asking questions oh yeah they're nosy
0: and there's no filter
1: Yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah definitely um so what was the general routine of the day for you so I'd go
0: in probably 20 minutes early. Um, I would take my folders out. Um, I brought one folder in with me and kept the others at home because our inspections were online. But like, obviously I had my resources with me and then I'd file everything away. I still had the folders, but they were just at home um, yeah. for my resources. And But I also, I had my assessment notes in with my thing and then I'd take them out and file them away. Um, so I would have... I take my folders out, I, I don't know, I, I made sure I sanitized my hands, um, chatted to the class teacher, kind of just quickly ran through, like, oh, this is, is this the way we're going to work? Because obviously you only do a certain amount of lessons a day. And um, mm-hmm. so, you know, oh, will this work, you know, just kind of finalizing everything. And then the students would come in and um, generally they get their homework corrected if they had homework the previous night. And then I would generally teach a lesson in the morning, in the afternoon, and then after after like big break um and yeah that was kind of my general structure of the day i i never stayed back i have to say i never stayed back i always went home when it was home time and um, yeah i think that was really important because it meant that when i came home i was getting straight into you know even just before my dinner if i had one lesson plan written for the next day then that you know that took the pressure off in the evening then
1: yeah definitely and how did you find the planning like Were you given a lot of freedom or did the class teacher kind of say, I'd like you to cover this team or how did you go about it? So
0: I, to be honest, I kind of um, took it day by day on school placement. Um, The reason being was plans can change based off of like the way you're assessing the the students, you know, Um, I definitely, um, I knew what I was doing on the first week. So the first week our team was New Zealand. Um, and then I did like we looked at like Maori art and we talked about the Maori people and we did they were starting to tap into persuasive writing as well so they did like little you know uh, brochures about New Zealand and Ireland and did a comparison which was nice then the following week then it was Earth Day was that week so I decided to do the environment as a theme so then there was the Maybank holiday as well. So I kind of had a, my, my kind of semi-plan up until the Maybank holiday weekend. And then I mm-hmm. was off the Monday and Tuesday. And I was in Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of that week. So I picked a smaller kind of theme for that week, um, which worked out well. And okay. yeah, I kind of I broke it up into half and half. I didn't get too ahead of myself. Like I, On the second week, I don't even think I had my theme picked for the final week. Um, yeah which now I'm wondering what even was that it's so funny you forget thinking back
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so is there any um obviously you're teaching different subjects and was there any ones that you kind of found more difficult to teach or is there anything that surprised you the
0: one thing that um I really enjoy teaching although it can be you you really need a good management like a classroom management system was my um art lessons I loved I loved art lessons I just love how you can teach one thing however 30 students are all going to do it so so differently um Mm -hmm. and just uh, them being able to express themselves creatively I I absolutely loved that part because you just didn't know what was going to happen Um, obviously you have you know your learning objectives but if they're if they're not going like i don't know like if i'm trying to teach them like you know about the Maori art, for example um we we're yeah. focusing on lines and they all just turned out so differently and i was like wow this looks really good um so i surprisingly loved that um a lesson that lessons that i found tough to teach were maths now in fairness you see you have to kind of work alongside your cooperating teachers so for me i didn't teach maths until the final week however i thought a lot of more Irish and English um, just because the students had missed out on so much um, from the from the academic year just with closures and school closures and that um. Yeah. so th- you know the students needed the extra time with maths but um, I taught maths on the last week I, I looked at the topic of length and um, I found it quite tough because you have you have students in the class that just don't get it and then you've got c- students in the class that are just beyond it so it's trying to find middle ground and so that you're not you're you're trying to make sure that you know your high achievers are are getting on and pushing themselves and progressing further but then you're also trying to keep other students up with the pace of the lesson so that's something that i found um not
1: not tough but it came to my awareness if that makes sense yeah 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 that's something as well that's i think i'd be a bit nervous about just kind of differentiating because mm-hmm. um, obviously as well you don't know when you're going into a classroom you don't know what works for each child yeah like there could be specific things that works for each child there's so. always one mathematician i'm telling you yeah. <laughs> and you'll it always go to annoying. them
0: to double check the answers so <laughs> yeah
1: yeah um somebody asked me were you expected to make a lot of resources and a lot of displays for the classroom to be honest
0: there's no expectation really um of of displays per se or resources like naturally i love making resources Cloda. like i genuinely i i do it to relax to be honest i just i'd be very i'd be very much a creative person in that way and you know i don't know like it's a, it, that's a really tough one to answer and it's case by uh-huh. case um, now I had a non-telefiche display which for anyone that doesn't speak Irish is television I had a Soalia display and that means, you know, homes, houses Um. A, yeah, a home mm-hmm. um, and then I had like my art dis- I had two art displays I had my Mary art I had my Cherry Blossoms art we, they lo- explore the pointillism technique and then to be honest with you that was kind of it And the other displays, like, you can't just go in and start ripping down things. You know, you have to remember you're a guest in that teacher's classroom. And it's not yours really to have free reign. Like, of course, some teachers are like, yeah, do whatever you want. But then there's other teachers. You know, you have to be aware that it's not your classroom. It's their classroom. So I didn't really have as many displays as I thought I was going to have. But that's absolutely fine. Mm -hmm. And the reality of the fact is that when you're actually teaching, like are you really going to have time to be changing displays like every two or three days no probably mm-hmm. not so you want to have your displays that are sustainable and yeah mm-hmm. that's that's yeah. my thought on that but in terms of like resources and stuff like i've made a few worksheets and that but like it was nothing extreme like say for example i don't know they were they had to draw it was h dog is tearing, so listen and draw like I just make an like a, a template thing, but the heading would be H dog is Tarring, and it's just a box, and it's just a plain piece of paper. Like generally, well, for me anyway, on teaching practice, I use worksheets a lot, an awful lot. And um, the kids didn't really write in their copy books, and that was mainly for the class teacher. Um, but yeah again it's a it's a case-by-case case thing like no two people have the same experience on school placement because every student's so different every class is so different you know the the class size the type of school it is um you know the needs in the class like it it's really a, like the age level like it's honestly yeah. and it's the personality like it might it might not work you know my ideas yeah. that are what I did with you know the fourth class than what I could do you know on Monday. With, fourth class.
1: Definitely, yeah. And like as you said, you're just a guest in the classroom, like mm. it's the teacher's room, obviously. So yeah. did you kind of feel a bit under pressure or that you kind of act a certain way so the teacher was there? If you get what I mean? Yeah, I, I suppose you
0: have to be professional. Like these are your co-workers mm. like like you would in any job. Like you you're going to collaborate and work and listen and do you know you're going to you're not going to be like for example if you were working say in a shop and you had a locker you're not just going to go and then spray paint that person's locker because it look you know it looks a certain yeah. way you know you have to be respectful that you know this is you're going into you, they're inviting you into their classroom for you to learn um so that's what i'd say there of course you're going to just be professional at all times and you're going to be uh, understanding and flexible and adaptable um yeah. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um did you ever get imposter syndrome because that seems to be quite a big thing that I see popping up on Instagram. Yeah. Um it seems to come come up in bubbles like there would be a few posts on it and then it go quiet and then somebody else come up so but it's definitely a thing.
0: I to be honest with you I probably get imposter syndrome the most on school placement. I probably got it the most with teaching gaelic. Um, okay. just because and uh, yeah I suppose like even as well using the interactive whiteboard like there's um it's called active inspire the the system that was on the on the interactive whiteboard and like even knowing how to use that and what buttons to click like obviously the students would know like you know and especially I used IT an awful lot with um the boo and a kind program um you know just like for a little warm-up exercises and stuff but just knowing how to use the the software and knowing mm-hmm. where to be clicking and stuff like that's where you'd feel the most like imposter syndrome because you just don't feel quick enough um, and yeah. and the only time you get to explore that is when you're in the classroom and like if you're if you're going home on the dot because you know you can't just like stay back if like your cooperating teachers going home Well, then, you know, you can't, you know what I mean? So it's kind of, it's kind of a tough one to navigate. But yeah, I definitely at the minute, like I started back in school today and I definitely, I wouldn't say it's imposter syndrome now mine's more kind of getting what like to come into terms with everything like where the toilet is what the routine is when there's break time when it's my break time when it's you know the class's break time yeah the yard duty like knowing where the yard is what class are in what yard like it's it's a lot um yeah but like I haven't like, I yeah I suppose when I'm getting my when I get like a, say a list of things I have to teach or whatever sometimes I'm like oh my god will I be able for this <laughs> Do yeah, you know but yeah. you will yeah. Like you have to make it clear to the students, like you don't know everything, you know? Yeah. You're Yeah, and
1: like I think it's okay if you make a mistake yeah. as well because mm-hmm. like it was your first time out subbing and or not sorry, not subbing, um on school placement on school placement. Yeah. And like you're there to learn and you will learn from your mistakes as well.
0: Yeah, it's funny, um one of the students asked me on school place and she was like, Are are you in college? And I was like, What makes you think that? She's like I don't know, like you have a folder there and stuff. And I was like, no, I'm a fully, I'm a fully grown teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Like they're, they're, they're not like, they're, they're clever. Like they, they, they pick up on these things. Like, especially like if they like overhear me having a conversation, like, oh, should I do it this way? Or would this look better? Like they're listening, but like, Mm. do you know, I think when you have students that know, like they, they'll, they'll give you a chance. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah um definitely yeah
1: um then for the assessment part so we're with hibernia mm-hmm. um and the inspections were they in person or were they on zoom because obviously covid
0: yeah now for us it was on it was online and mm-hmm. it was over zoom which i found quite difficult because you're trying to get across what you did in the classroom over a zoom call which is it's extremely difficult to be honest with you um now obviously i was absolutely thrilled to get into the classroom because Mm -hmm. the cohort behind me so spring 20 they didn't get to go on their school placement one and it's such a shame because it is it is a huge learning curve like it is a great opportunity it's a great opportunity to get to know a school get to know students get to know different needs like you learn so much you don't even realize it um. So of co- of course I would have rather probably an in person inspection. Although I would have been probably ten times more nervous. Um. <laughs> however, I was so happy that I got to get into the classroom. Um. I feel like our cohort got very lucky because we just kind of dodged it all. Yeah.
1: So did you just have to like give an outline of what you taught, or how did the inspection kind of go about in the Zoom? Um. So
0: you you get you you set up a time with your tutor they'll reach out to you and propose a time you'll say either yes or no or it doesn't suit or whatever and then we we had to we got to pick a lesson and then they got to pick a lesson so I got oh, to pick a lesson to prepare and talk about what I did and how I did it and then they'd pick a lesson and then like you know you would talk about like your assessment notes after your action plan what you decided to do just yeah, just basically things on the lesson plan, like yeah. what worked well, like being... Yeah, you need to be able Crit- to criticise <laughs> yourself. Yeah. yeah, you need to be able to criticise your yourself because, look, let's face it, none of us are know it all on our... I don't, no, mm-hmm. I don't think at any stage you know it all. However, on your first school placement, you really... Like, it's, as I said, it's a massive learning curve. Um, so, yeah, you need to be able to criticise yourself, like, we're not perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and... Um. then was it, like, a pass-fail grade, or did they...
0: Um. I think it was either satisfactory or unsatisfactory. But then, yeah, it, yeah, it was, like... But then you got your grade then after the fact. Okay. To get me, yeah.
1: And was your support... Sorry, what did you call her? Support teacher, was it? Cooperating teacher. Cooperating teacher, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Did she have an input as well? Did she kind of... Collaborative no. or
0: no no, no they I, I not that i'm aware of to be honest with you um they sign off on your documents your cooperating teacher like so they'd sign off on like your attendance sheet i think that's it and then like you're obviously your, you know what's the word you're like not your application form but what is it like your school placement forms basically saying mm. that they're taking you on as a student and then they have to sign your attendance sheets which you upload every week um but other than that
1: no not really Mm, that's interesting yeah um so obviously there was a lot going on between covid planning and actually being in the school so how did you take care of yourself with such busy schedule
0: so if anyone follows me on instagram nearly every day i i think i went to butler's (laughs) oh soda i was mad like i it was just a little pick-me-up that I needed. I just was like, do you know what? And, like, I'd be calling my boyfriend and I'd be telling them, oh, do you know, like, I'm finished now. And he's like, I'm only on my lunch break. This is a great life. I'm like, no, I'm going home to do more work. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, I'd go up to, to Butler's and I'd get myself a little coffee or hot chocolate. And generally, I'd come onto my Instagram stories and have a little chat, um, which I think people enjoyed because it kind of gave a raw, kind of everyday outlook of school placement. Yeah. Um, and every day I was just so happy, and even my mom said it to me. She was like, "Haley, you're coming home every day with a smile on your face. Like this is what you want to do." And I was like, "Honestly, like I've I've worked in administration for three years after I finished my my uh, arts degree, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I was happy in those jobs. But I don't know, like I it's just a different it's a different type of fulfillment." Um, it definitely uh, is, yeah. yeah it's just so fun and i suppose that's what i did um i got my butlers and then i know this probably sounds desperate now this is really desperate but i i used to sit down and watch tv with my dad and we'd watch suits um have you seen suits on i'm on season five i think <laughs> uh, it's so good i so i'd watch an episode or two with him every night and i'd have um a bottle of beer And I I have no shame in saying that, but I did. I had to have that time out of the day where I'd sit Mm -hmm. with my dad, not on my phone, watching Suits and having a beer.
1: And just unwind.
0: It's so important. Literally, I did that every single night. No, not every single night. Okay, there might have been one or two, especially at the start where I'm trying to figure out, you know, my classroom management system and I might have had to paint something or painting a house or whatever it was, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but for the most part, yeah. And then on the weekends, I generally took a full day off um i met a few teacher instagrammers and um, during that time met them for the first time because restrictions were starting to ease in april after you know coming from march into april 2021 and um, so i was just like you know what the world's opening up again i need to get yeah. out i need to i just had to because you could literally be at your desk all weekend long and it's just not sustainable like let's face no. it you need to just get the work like the paperwork done and submit
1: yeah. 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 I think as well, that's really good to hear that you took a full day off because yeah. no, I have think to. there's definitely that impression that like everybody knows that you're wrecked from placements. You're wrecked. Um, and like they've said it to us um as well, they're like, oh, like you'll be wrecked, but it'd be a really good experience. So I kind of had this impression that like I'd just be like a cool. hermit for yeah. the whole of placements. So that's really good to hear that you know, yeah. took a day off. I think the
0: best advice I'd give there is on your Friday night, try and get anything that you need to get done on the Friday. So, whether that's getting your reflect, so say if it's due on the Sunday, like I'm not saying you're planning for the following week, but from that previous week where you have to kind of like reflect on yourself and your own practice, mm. try and just get it done on the Friday because then at least that's kind of off. And then you've got your Saturday off, and then Sunday you're planning for the week then. So, you're not looking at the previous week, you're looking at the week ahead. that's really
1: good yeah yeah Yeah. um what was your biggest takeaway from placement
0: my biggest takeaway from placement probably that i know i'm in the right job to be honest um just the excitement i have now for like this time next year and you know hopefully i'll have my own class and yeah just knowing that this is this is what i want to do Um, yeah yeah and it's definitely. such
1: a lovely feeling like as you said you're an admin and like it was it was grand it was a nice job yeah. but like I worked in the preschool for a year and it just makes such a difference because the alarm goes off in the morning and you're tired but you're not dreading going in yeah yeah so definitely makes such a big difference mm-hmm. um what tips would you give to like my cohort I'd say where the next one's going out well it's our first one obviously coming up in January
0: um I would say First of all, you're, you're, don't put yourself under this idea of perfection, as in having all your paper, like, of course, you're going to try your absolute best, but, like, you're human at the same time. Like, don't be putting yourself under this huge amount of pressure and bigging it up into this big thing and saying, I need to buy this resource. I need to get this. I need to get that. I need to have all these displays done. I need to make sure I have these resources. Like, your, your school's going to have the stuff. Like, Mm. The teacher might already have a um a classroom management management system that already works. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. The wheel just needs to be effective. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you can't yeah. like if they if the teachers cracked the code and knows what works and what doesn't work, well then, you know you're doing the right thing by sticking with it. It'd That's be different right. if like oh you know what I have this management system but we only kind of use it and it's not really good and I don't think this is gonna work. Like okay well then maybe you propose an idea. Do you know what I mean? Like The other thing I'd say is stop comparing yourself to everyone else. Your Mm. class, as I said, is different to your friend's class. You know what I mean? The needs in the class, everything. The teacher, the style of the school, the context of the school, all that kind of stuff. Stop comparing yourself and stop comparing yourself to people on Instagram as well. You're doing your best and that's what matters. Definitely. You can't be putting yourself under this huge amount of pressure. Um, And organize yourself make sure you have a diary make sure you write in all the dates and um, when things need to be submitted um and i suppose another tip i'd probably say is make sure like you just kind of like clean your room and do all those kind of jobs that are like you know that's just going to annoy me or that's going to take up too much brain power or you know just make sure you kind of have yourself organized have your folders yeah. ready and um, reach out to your cooperating teacher i wouldn't reach out too far in advance though i'd say a week is enough honestly because otherwise Mm -hmm. you're just going to be putting yourself under huge amounts of pressure Mm -hmm. you know yeah that's that's great advice
1: um finally how are you feeling about your next placements
0: I'm excited. It's um now I'm waiting for my documents to come back. Um, so I'm not going to say what. Well, well, it's sixth class, but I that's not confirmed. Like it is confirmed, but it's not confirmed. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's in a completely different type of skill. I, I believe it's a dash school. Um, so I'm so excited to learn. Um and yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it. I think you know we're. So, I'm so lucky that I'm getting into different types of schools and seeing what they're like because mm-hmm. no two schools run the same Um. so yeah very very yeah. much excited about that yeah
1: yeah when are you going from your
0: placements? so we actually have a week of observation in a SEND setting so special educational needs so it could be in an ASD unit or it could be in a like learning support role um mm-hmm. so that's the first week and then The week after that then is an observation week so sorry you asked it starts in october okay yeah so it's soon on enough sixth class i feel be that's a good time to have sixth class because they're getting back into school but i feel like if i had them for advanced school placement i feel like they'd all be like yeah i'm done with school i'm like no i need to do my school placement yeah so yeah interesting as well i can't wait to see how you
1: get on and um like how the difference is between 6th and... What was, the other class, fourth, was it, the class? 4th. 4th? Yeah. 4th, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it so interesting. But, um, Aww, yeah. Thanks. And when do your school placements start? We're starting out in January. So I'm kind of nervous because, like, that's just after Christmas. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, yeah.
1: So, I, I don't know, is it four or
0: five weeks, I think? That's and nice, though, because it's like... Yeah. It's like it's fresh after the Christmas. I know everyone's kind of... On a downer in January, it's the worst one to have your birthday, and I'm a January baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, like I feel like it's a fresh slate. Like you can bring in cool themes then, like the an- mm. like Antarctica, or you could, like you could do animals, or you know, coming into spring, then even like around February, you could do like flowers like there's so much scope there mm-hmm. which is exciting for teams mm-hmm. i love teams i know thematic planning i know you can't integrate everything that's just not possible however i do enjoy it i do find it easier like i swear during my um school placement one i did the team on japan and i remember there was one girl in the class and she was like are we doing cherry blossoms for art i'm like ruined <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you ruined it <the> surprise <laughs> um but like honestly i felt like when I, when i was doing my thematic planning like you know it does work like the kids are saying to you what your plans are like i was like yeah whoa like this is cool yeah so yeah um have you any more questions
1: claudia i have one more that just popped into my mind how did you find like behavior in your school was there any kind of strategies that you learned or were they all Um, good kids sometimes you do have like just a really good
0: class no I know now this school in particular would have good behavior overall um I I didn't have major behavioral issues to be honest um it's funny I had a raffle ticket system and after each lesson I would tell a few a few students to stand up and they'd get a raffle ticket and it's so it was so funny maybe it's just because it was a girls school I don't know I could be I could be just saying that but They'd boo a bus at the end of it, like they'd all be clapping for all the girls that got a, a oh, raffle oh. ticket. And I remember, um, there was there was these two girls, and they were like they were like best friends, and one of them, like both of them, were so enthusiastic, and one of the girls didn't have enough. Not that she didn't have enough raffle tickets, but she wanted like an even number of raffle tickets. And I remember she her friend says, "You can have my ticket." It was so oh. nice, like <laughs> you know, it's so cute, yeah. And you just see acts yeah. of kindness and stuff. and it's just. Yeah, it's just it's really, really nice. Mm, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. I think that's it from
0: my list anyway. Yeah. But well, do you know what, Cloda? I'd love to have um, you know, a part two, I guess, of of this or you know continue the conversation about school placement because as i said no two school school placements are the same maybe Mm -hmm. we can chat about your first school placement after the fact that you do it um but i suppose i just have a few final questions that i want to ask i know um in my in my podcast i try to have you know the last few questions the same thing um so i suppose um I, for you, you haven't been in the classroom yet. So I have a few questions here. Um, So why did you want to become a teacher?
1: Um, I don't know. It was always, I have a younger sister. And I remember when we were younger, like we grew up pretty close. We'd always play games and stuff. But I remember trying to teach her how to read. Mm-hmm. But she was at the stage where she was just looking at the pictures. And I got yeah. really annoyed with her because she was like, oh no, this is what happened. And I'm like, those aren't the words. It's like I've always grown up kind of wanting to be a teacher yeah and play tend to be a teacher and I think it's just Aww. I had a teacher a lovely lovely teacher when I was third class and it was just a lot of fun a lot of singing which is what I would just love to have in my class as well yeah and I just love working with children like as you said like it's just so fulfilling and so much fun and like you get such different groups every year yeah um I've just always known that I wanted to work with kids and I think teaching as well is just I don't know I just love it yeah it's nice um
0: yeah. and I know we we talked a lot there about my school placement but why are you most looking forward to your first school placement?
1: I'm just looking forward to getting in and just experiencing it um like I did do a bit of um work experience in early years but i was more kind of like as a support role doing one-on-one teaching mm-hmm. with the kids kind of with phonics or stuff like that i was in junior infants yeah. whereas i wasn't fully teaching if you under if you get me yeah um so i'm looking forward to going into actually teaching yeah. and just seeing how it goes i suppose and being a bit more confident in myself as well um yeah. I gave out CVs for sub so in the last day and I'm just terrified so I think Aww. after that I'll definitely be more confident in giving CVs out to kind of more schools
0: yeah did you get your teaching council number I did yeah I
1: got that back
0: in May or June I think yeah so and you, yeah. yeah that's so good and um overall how are you feeling about this school placement I know you're looking forward to it but like how are you like feeling right now
1: I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think I'm hoping it won't be too overwhelming. Yeah. But I think as well that I have a good idea of myself and when to take a break from watching Instagram stories because I think yeah. they can be a bit overwhelming as well and group chats as well. Yeah. If people are all kind of freaking out at the same time, it's not a good place to be. Absolutely um, agree. But I'm kind of just hoping that we're supported and. The school as well is only a ten minute drive away. So the principal I've been talking to and she's lovely. So yeah. I have a good feeling about the school and I think it will be well supported. Yeah. And as well, I think it's just important for me to remember that like I just have to go in and do my best every day and there will be good days and there might be bad days, but yeah. You yeah, do have all part of the experience.
0: Yeah, like I mean, if something doesn't go to plan, then you just reflect on that. You say, yeah. "Look, it didn't go to plan. This is why it didn't go to plan." But I know going forward in my practice, I'm going to do this differently so it does go to plan. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, you mentioned there you're in touch with the principal. Do you know what
1: class you're going to have? I'm actually going to mix a mixed school, but it's also um multi grade, so I'm going oh. to have first to third. Oh, so. that's a nice age though. <laughs> yeah big difference um,
0: though from first class to third class i'd be interested to see because i mean third class are starting their multiples and then in first class they're learning like basically to add or count to 20 if i'm not mistaken yeah um,
1: no it'd definitely be interesting to see like classroom management yeah and just like as you said the difference between what they're actually learning but i am looking forward to i think it'd be a really good experience yeah very good and
0: it's in a rural area yeah okay nice
1: and have you been in touch with the class teacher no not yet um i'll probably make contact maybe around december i'd say Mm -hmm. um probably not too close to christmas because i imagine things be hectic around then yeah Um, But I would like to maybe go in I'll see how she's feeling about it But I would suggest going in for Maybe just even a day or two And just observing and seeing how the class runs
0: Yeah that would be nice I felt like I didn't have the opportunity to do that Because the schools had only gone back from a lockdown Mm -hmm. and that would have been something that i would have really enjoyed i don't know if anyone follows moon tour mary on instagram she's um the cohort behind me and she was meant to start her school placement around the time you're gonna start so like the january because she's also spring cohort and she was um observing in the december and then it didn't go to plan oh Oh, so but she was lucky she got to go in and observe for those few days but really like you have your observation week as well so don't be Mm. thinking like oh my god I have to go in on the Monday when school placement starts you're not teaching until the Thursday where you're only doing two lessons a day now obviously this can change I'm just saying from my experience like you know you um yeah you're third and those lessons are just to get to know the students it's not even like that they're assessed you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but yeah do you have any kind of like last preconceptions that
1: you might have about school placement um I think that maybe because we're kind of as I said going in and we're kind of tailoring it to as the classroom as it is and it's not our class mm-hmm. I'm just kind of wondering like is it very much and because we're being assessed in our lesson plans must you kind of stick to the lesson plans quite tightly well
0: for me i would probably say obviously your lesson plan and it's really important um to be able to write a lesson plan and follow a lesson because planning is so important at the same time you're trying to juggle Mm -hmm. to be flexible you know if something's not working and you're like this will work better well then do that and Mm -hmm. but again this is something that you need to inform yourself on in your own practice do you know what i mean So, like, if I was playing, like, or if I was doing a math sum, for example, I was moving them on to multiplication or I don't know, whatever it is, subtraction of length, say. I don't know, like, I, and they weren't getting it. I, I, I'd break it down. Like, I'd, I'd probably use smaller numbers and then grow on it slowly. Do you know what I mean? Little things like that, you know, Mm -hmm. if something's not working, like, you have to, you have to change it. Like, you, you can't just both look at each other there just because it's not on the lesson plan.
1: yeah yeah yeah. and that's so essential as well for like being a teacher that's good practice for when you're going out subbing and stuff like you have to be so flexible
0: so flexible so adaptable honestly Mm. um I think it was under I I actually had underestimated it to be honest because I I actually just all hit me being like I'm actually not in my classroom I'm in a guest I'm the guest in someone's classroom do you know yeah yeah so just being conscious of that Um, yeah
1: the other thing i'd be a bit self-conscious i suppose about is that like i'm teaching with a proper teacher kind of you know down the back of the room or wherever she will be so i'm just a bit nervous that i'll be like you know robotic
0: no i get what you mean yeah i found myself now there was like a time where my maybe the teacher was talking to a set teacher at the door and i'd have no one kind of solely watching me um you know the teacher's there to help you at the end of the day yeah. we all have to start somewhere and like I find like honesty is the best policy like I if I'm feeling a certain way I'm gonna say look I'm actually feeling quite nervous about this
1: mm-hmm. just a heads
0: up you know mm-hmm. like I remember saying to my cooperating teacher oh god I'm a bit nervous about Gwig I like do you have any do you have any tips like you know any kind of like phrases i can use that they're going to understand or yeah or what and like i i want the feedback clodagh because i want to learn i want to grow yeah. this is an opportunity for me to observe there's never going to be a time like it yeah. Do you know what i mean so like i'd be like i'd be nearly like trying to pull it out like criticize me like tell me what i'm doing wrong because i want to yeah. learn you know um, yeah so i i know it's nerve-wracking but at the same time don't be because you're watching her or him as much as they're watching you yeah very true never even thought of that yeah because sometimes like they might not have it mightn't have had a student in years and you're the first person coming in but like at the same time like if you're subbing and you've an SNA in the classroom they're also watching you as well
1: yeah
0: yeah I was nervous about this too I was like oh my god an SNA what the SNA is comparing me to the class teacher and the class teachers teaching 25 years and here's me on day two you know like yeah, yeah. so like yeah you know we all have to start somewhere and Rome wasn't built in a day and
1: mm. and I suppose as well we all have like I'm going to teach completely different to what we somebody else will teach yeah so it's all about styles as style, well. I suppose
0: yeah, yeah. um I have a a random question I guess is there a resource that you think you're going to use a lot just from now like is there a specific resource you're like oh I'm definitely going to use that on school placement like it could be like a ball or it could be like
1: I don't know anything Um, do you know what I love is actually i sound like such a suck up now but i <laughs> love the shannacles that you did Aww. <laughs> i think they're gorgeous and like as you know like i love the grail gas yeah. so that's something as well that i remember when i was in school we used to learn a shannacle a week and then yeah. a got claw every day yeah. um but i think that that's such a lovely resource because it's Aww. kind of fun as well i like that and I also have like a little octopus, you know, oh. the ones that turn inside out and they're sad and oh, they're happy. Oh yeah, I saw that. But I think that one would be more for the young classes, for the juniors, yeah. for the senior infants. Yeah. So that probably won't be used this time around. Yeah, yeah. But next time, and but you could use our- that for a child that say,
0: you know, you might have a child with learning difficulties, and yeah. they could that could be their personalized, like you know, management system yeah. that they use yeah. or ha- they can like say how they're feeling that day or if they're having a moment that they need to just like a time out thing for
1: themselves yeah. like to yeah. like it's just a brain break yeah you know that's a good idea as well um and I reckon as well that I'll probably end up buying I love books yeah. so I'll probably end up buying like a book in Irish
0: oh, to yeah.
1: read them um or just like I suppose it's important to have like diversity in the classroom, so I'd love to get kind of like a book on like women inventors oh, and yeah. um, there's some lovely book out, lo- lovely book books, books out there. So yeah, yeah, I reckon that I'll go in like loaded up with books there's Um, one book actually
0: I recommend I forget the name of it now it's on my Instagram I came across it when I was subbing and it's actually a well-being book um do you know what I'm actually going to just pull it up here if I can um but in the meantime while I'm pulling this up um is there any quote that you live by there is a quote that I
1: live by what is it (laughs) Oh, oh yes I tend to be quite like anxious thinkers so like even before i started hibernia i was just like oh my god like what if i'm not caught up with this and i was like no do you know what um so the quote is you are now in the middle of what you used to look forward to and i was kind of like do you know what like i applied for the tag and i failed the tag and i took a year out and i always dreamed of being a teacher and now i'm going to hibernia and i'm worrying about it like it's taken away from me enjoying it yeah i agree yeah yeah so definitely, like at the moment I'm trying to buy a car and I'm getting all stressed and I'm like, no, like, Do you know what? A year ago I didn't have a license and all <laughs> yeah. I wanted was a license and now I'm driving my I mom's know. car. So like we have to share, but it's fine. And it's I'm like, in the middle of what I used to afford to.
0: Yeah, it's like Irish people were never happy with the weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it's raining, we want sun and when it's sun, it's too hot. <laughs>
1: yeah. So I just think that that's a great one for me. Anyway,
0: it works really well for me. Oh, that's so nice, Cloda. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, the book, I found it here. It's called The Magic Box by Marnetta Vegas. So that's M-A-R-N-E-T-A-V-I-E-G-A-S. The Magic Box. And basically what it is, is it's like well-being. Now, it might not work in your class, but it's definitely a handy one to kind mm. of have, like, a, I suppose, a subbing filler. Um, I know we're not talking about subbing but this could be nice to use on school placement like if you're like okay they're after doing really tough maths here they just need head on the table for five minutes I'm going to read them a story and you play common music on the interactive whiteboard or whatever it is and they're just lovely little stories so they could be about worry or it could be about joy or it could be about I don't know they're just nice little themed stories so just yeah, I'd share yeah oh that's cute yeah clodagh listen i really appreciate you joining me on an episode of the teacher cast um is there anything else that you'd like to share and maybe if you want to close off the uh
1: podcast um i don't think there's anything else i would like to share but just thank you so much for having me um You're on welcome. instagram i am moon tour underscore Cloda c-l-o-d-a-g-h go follow um, <laughs> if you're sending me a message there is no father over the o Um, (laughs) my auntie always signs my card with the father of the o and i'm like no it's not there so yeah uh, yeah but other than that i think that's all i have to say thanks claudia thank you so much for having me Bye. bye